Pulse 95. Talk about radio. Talk about radio. It's Pulse 95. This is Future Talk. Future Talk. Future Talk with Omnial Saleh and Hany Balkis. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Future Talk right here on Pulse 95. It is me, Hany Balkis, with Omnia Saleh, bringing you everything you need to know about what's happening in the tech world, in the UAE, and all around the world. Ladies and gentlemen, it is Monday. I don't know why I felt like it was Wednesday. <laughs> it feels like a Monday, though. It doesn't for me. It felt like a Wednesday for some reason, and I felt like you know we're getting closer to the weekend, but apparently we're not. But ladies and gentlemen, today on Future Talk, we have a lot going on for y'all. Omnia, mm. tell them what is in store for them today on Future Talk. Well, today, even though you really want the weekend, we're going to be taking them on a quick trip because we're going to be talking all about the future of travel, especially in the age of COVID-19. The European vaccine certificate is now officially adopted by some airlines right here in the UAE. So you can travel seamlessly showcasing your vaccination. Won't be an issue anymore. You don't have to print out any papers because everything is found in a digital wallet. Yes, and also, ladies and gentlemen, we're talking about Apple's iPhone 14 Pro. I mean, we were just talking about the iPhone 13 the other day, and now we will be talking about that new look that it might be getting. So am I going to wait for the iPhone 14 <laughs> or am I going to get the iPhone 13? I'll tell you guys in just a bit. Yes, indeed. In the world of weird tech, this story caught my eye the minute Hani told me about it. Because, I mean, what age have we arrived to where we can unlock our cars with our phones, with digital keys, and now we can even unlock our hotel rooms by simply having a digital key? Because Apple has launched support for hotel keys with certain hotels, and we're going to be telling you all about how you can go ahead and use them. And ladies and gentlemen, we're going to need a big woohoo and a clap. <laughs> You know why? Because it's long awaited. It is finally time. Why we're going to be, why are we celebrating? It mm -hmm. is because Adam Mosier, who is the CEO of Instagram, has explained why Instagram is bringing back the long awaited <laughs> chronological order. Ladies and gentlemen, you know, ever we since. We knew it was coming back. It should have been coming back a long time ago. And now, ladies and gentlemen, we'll be talking to you guys about that. And I'm very excited to finally have a well-organized Instagram feed. Yes, indeed. In the world of gadgets, we're talking about a world's first. Because the first laptop to combine augmented reality and virtual reality is coming to life. It's been in the works for quite some time. And we're going to be telling you all about its features. So make sure you stay tuned right here only on Pulse 95. 95. And ladies and gentlemen, whatever it takes <laughs> to give us the Instagram chronological order is what Adam Sear is ready to do. Daily Digital News. Bits and bytes connect our world. Final call. <laughs> Final call, Terminal 4, Gate 3. Final call. Final call. Like all aboard! Oh my God. The Pulse 95 Airlines. Do they say all aboard? I thought they only said they, that on ships. They only say that on trains. Oh, yes. <laughs> Why did I say ships? Yep, right? trains. But uh, ladies and gentlemen, today we're talking all about travel. Aren't we, Omnia? Yes, we are. Because we're talking all about the new European Union COVID vaccine certificate that will be making travel for UAE residents become a lot easier. Now, we do know that 
when when travel first restarted after the COVID lockdown, it was making all about making sure that you have your PCR with you on hand at all times. And now it's become your vaccination certificate as well as your PCR. So how can we make sure that having it on hand is no longer a hassle? You don't have to print it. You don't have to have a physical copy out of it because right here in the UAE, we're lucky enough to have Al Husun app, and Al Husun app actually showcases a green pass if you have received your vaccination, two doses alongside uh, a booster shot after six months, with your negative PCR test. Mm-hmm. But now they have recently connected with the European Union European Union's digital COVID certificate system, so that people traveling can simply showcase that on their digital wallet and be able to go into their flight and this is more specifically the first collaboration was done with emirates airlines but a lot of airlines are going to be following through um with this decision yes now that decision does mean people vaccinated right here in the uae will be able to use al Hassan app in the same way that the eu digital pass has been used since it was introduced during the summer now the eu digital covid certificate which by the way is the biggest vaccine passport scheme in the world did come into full force in July, and it and it did allow people, you know, traveling within the EU to prove with a QR code that they are fully vaccinated or have recovered from the from from the coronavirus, and it can also be used as a roof or a proof of a recent negative COVID-19 test. So again, we're looking at how travel is becoming much much more easier now. Because of number one, vaccination. Number two, you know, we have these apps that can let others and entities know that we or you are vaccinated. And, you know, I kind of don't feel that there's a pandemic going on anymore. I know. It's become the new normal. People are Everyone's traveling. Yeah. And everyone is just used to showcasing their vaccination card, their negative PCR. It's no longer... We can say we've become well adjusted to it. Now, the UAE is actually one of the very first countries in the entire MENA region to achieve this. They're the first country to be able to make this collaboration with the European Union, where if you showcase your vaccination certificate from the UAE, it immediately becomes accepted with the European Union. And it's even, uh, we can say, jointly showed on the app. So if you have a certificate from the European Union or from any European country, it will be showcased on Al Husun app and vice versa, which is very different to what we've seen with different countries. Because nowadays, if you are vaccinated from a different country, you actually have to apply for a COVID vaccine exemption right here in the UAE. And it would showcase on your app that you've been vaccinated, but from a different country. Um, And this is definitely going to help a lot of people travel back or go back to traveling, travel back to their home countries, be able to enter facilities easily because in many of the uh, European countries, you actually have to showcase the EU digital wallet to enter restaurants, to enter gyms, to just enter any public place. Yes. And again, ladies and gentlemen, uh, you know, we're looking at how the the UAE connecting to that EU network is going to be huge, not only for UAE residents traveling to the EU, but EU travel residents traveling to the UAE. Mm-hmm. We're looking at how this will boost tourism in ways, you know, that we wouldn't imagine. Now, we do know that, you know, COVID-19 pandemic did take a very big toll on the tourism sector. And a lot of people are just, you know, not bothered to go and look and what are the regulations and what are the restrictions and what do I have to do to get to country A and B. But with this, it's going just going to be like any other day for them. And they will understand and know how to enter each country. Now, I'm looking at this being huge, and 
if we don't have one big platform worldwide, you know, for all countries to follow, at least collaborations between countries to make it easier for travel in the UAE and the European Union have the right mindset for it. Let me know your guys' thoughts. 4215, do you think this will, you know, encourage you as a person to go out and travel across the EU or not? We are taking a short break, ladies and gentlemen. But when we come back, we're talking all about the iPhone 14. Daily digital news. Bits and bytes connect our world. If you've been skeptical about buying the new iPhone 13, especially if you're the type of person who still bought the recent versions of the iPhone. Don't look at me. An iPhone 11, an iPhone 12. You don't don't need to be spending your money on a brand new iPhone that doesn't have much of a difference apart from the camera. I am looking at Hani. Don't look at me. (laughs) If you are, or if you were disappointed just as much as I am with the new design of the iPhone 13, you may just be in for a, sur- a surprise today because Apple said that the iPhone 14 looks like it's going to be getting a brand new look. And even though Apple loves its secrecy, a lot of engineers and, and analysts that kind of dig behind the patents that Apple is looking for, they have revealed that there's a new look in the pipeline, especially for those who are interested in the iPhone 14 And I'm very excited to see what that might look like. Yes, now the iPhone uh, 14 Pro series might ditch the notch that we have seen on all the other previous models in favor of a hole punch screen design. Now, this hole punch screen design is not the first of its kind. We've seen it a lot on different Android devices. Now, next year Pro's models will will bring a 48 megapixel punch hole selfie camera and the 6.06 inch iPhone 14 Pro and 6.7 inch iPhone 14 Pro Max are said to be using an LG display, LTPO 120 hertz OLED panels. Yes, I just said all of that. Now, what does that mean? That means it's going to have 120 hertz, you know, screen refresh rate, which is kind of the same that we see on the iPhone 13 but they will be using LG display panels and will be the only models to support the new look. So we're not looking at the iPhone 14. We're looking only at the iPhone 14 Pro and the 14 Pro Max having that punch in hole. But can we say something really important? Mm. 48 megapixel camera. That is the keyword here 48 megapixel camera now i don't know how much megapixel we have on this one right now yeah but it's not 48 megapixels <laughs> right so yep. the question is is apple now going to go huge on numbers when it does come to megapixels on their cameras i think they are actually especially when it comes to the different features of the cameras as well as what capabilities they have. So we do know that with the iPhone 13, they launched the new portrait mode on video. So you can actually take a full video with the whole blurred background and focused, uh, or having one single focus in that video. And now they're looking to introduce in the iPhone 14, what they call the, or what is usually known as the periscope zoom. With the periscope zoom, you're looking at having greater optical zoom, but still making sure that the quality is clear. Now, the, cap- the capabilities of the video recording are also going to be advanced. So we witnessed 4K shooting, so capabilities to shoot in 4K. And now they're going to hopefully be working on 8K video shooting 
by simply having your iPhone, which again, I feel like with all these features, they are mostly targeting photographers, videographers, filmmakers, those who are interested in having the capability to kind of shoot extremely high quality content simply with the product of their phone. And that's amazing. But at the same time, I feel like they do need to change the look of the phone just so that they can go ahead and keep up with all the difference and the differences and the changes that we've been seeing. Because if we look at it, Apple has never launched a foldable phone. Samsung, Xiaomi, Huawei are already past that. They're even looking at new designs at this mm -hmm. point. And I thought that the iPhone 14 would be the model where we would be witnessing a new foldable iPhone. Yeah, well, you know, when we were talking about the, the foldable phones in general, when it did come to iPhone, you know, a lot of experts were speculating, you know, 2023, 2024. Mm. And, you know, I but don't blame long? them. Yeah, because still, still, you know, believe it or not, when I look at Samsung, I look at all the other they're ones. They're, they're, they're still struggling. They're struggling, yeah. right? And Apple does not want to enter that market where its competitors haven't even, you know, perfected it yet. And we do know that Apple is very good at perfecting. Yep their competitors' products. Ladies and gentlemen, we want to know your guys' thoughts. 4215, would you be jumping in to the iPhone 14 Pro or not? I might just wait. We'll see what happens. Taking a short break, but when we come back, we're talking still about <laughs> Apple and you know how soon enough you can use Apple Pay for entering your hotels. Check this out. Check this out. Sir, to get your key, you know, just scan this QR code and, you know, it will be added to your Apple wallet. And then, you know, just go up to the room and double tap the side <laughs> of your iPhone and you should be inside of your hotel room. Thanks for teaching us how to use Apple Wallet. You know, then that is, you know, soon to be a reality because Apple has launched a support for hotel keys in the Apple wallet. And that is initially with Hayat Worldwide, which is a very, very big hotel company yes indeed and we're talking about hayat hotels all around the world they have they're kind of like what would they call like a chain they have a lot yeah, of hotel chains yeah they have a lot of headquarters they have a lot of uh, hotels around the world and having this collaboration is making Hayat actually become the first hotel partner to support this new technology. Mm -hmm. Apple did actually tease this, these plans um, during their conference, the Apple's Worldwide Developer Conference back in June. And now we're starting to see the fruition of this collaboration. So this announcement will basically allow everyone, just like you've mentioned, Hani, to just simply be able to open, open their hotel room by using their phone. Just like you would pay with Apple Pay, you'll just double click, You'll find your Apple wallet, you'll find your PCR, you'll find your COVID vaccine card, and you'll find your hotel room key. This experience is very similar to what happens when you typically would book with an airline. So your airline tickets are now actually even visible on your Apple wallet. And just like any other pass, your hotel key room immediately after you book your reservation will be there and you'll simply be able to unlock your room once you arrive. And if anyone is worried about privacy, don't worry because this lock or your digital key lock, whatever you wanna call it, your digital key won't be activated until your reservation starts. So I feel like hotels will even have more control over not allowing Check you into in, the room yeah. yeah, after or before your reservation is 
activated. Yes, and the hotel keys aren't only available on your iPhone, but they're also automatically added to your wallet app on a paired Apple Watch. Now, it's also, you know, in addition to the convenience of not having to keep up with a plastic hotel key card, this system may also allow guests to bypass waiting in lines <laughs> in the lobby to check in. Instead, the app can notify guests when the room is ready and they can check in on their phone when that process is completed and the room key will be enabled and it will display your room number so you can just head to your room directly. And we do know that this system will be working alongside alongside the World of Hayat mobile app and you know you can even make a reservation throughout the app, book throughout the app, pay throughout the app and then be redirected to your wallet app. We said app like eight times, but <laughs> I'm looking at this being very, 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 you know, convenient for a lot Absolutely. of people who are on the go and for businessmen in general, yes. you know, yeah, like, let's say, for example, I just landed in the UAE. You want to put your stuff and leave to a meeting. Yeah. And, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm on the go, right? I'm in the taxi. I'm the driver. I'm with the driver. I book it real quick. As soon as I get to the hotel room. Yeah. Room number one, two, three. Go up there, ding, and I'm in the room. <laughs> nice, easy, quick, and simple. And for those of you who are worried about, you know, the safety of the hotel room, you don't have to worry because especially with digital keys, there's so many layers of security and safety to ensure that everyone's privacy is maintained. And also, one thing people can't do with the digital key is to share the hotel key with a friend because... It's on your phone and on your phone only and only scanning it by your phone will allow you to get inside the room. Um, after the checkout, the hotel keys are still archived in the Apple Wallet. So you can kind of keep them for memories if you want, but you will not be able to use them. Let us know. Would you go inside a hotel or book a room in a hotel that uses Apple Wallet as its digital key instead of a plastic one? Pulse 95. Apps all around. What's worth a click and download? Can we get, please get a round of applause? Yes, of course. <laughs> get a round of applause and uh, woo! I think a lot of people are going to be wondering why we are so excited for this Apps All Around segment. It's because a feature that we once had but never knew how valuable it is is finally back. Apple, Apple, Instagram is bringing back the chronological feed that many people miss, many people loved, and many people want. And finally, they are convinced. And what makes me frustrated is we know the saying, don't fix what's not broken, but somehow Instagram refuses to believe in that saying. But now Adam Muziri, who is actually Instagram's head, has said that they are answering what the people want. They're bringing back this feed, which basically means that we're going to start getting normal news feeds where you will see the first thing that was posted when you were fast asleep. And it's just going to go in order versus random algorithms playing the game and, and only showcasing content that they want you to see rather than what was posted first. Yes, now the Instagram head Adam Mazir did use his Instagram story to answer people's questions about the company's plan to bring back the much-missed chronological feed, which he did promise during his appearance at the Senate hearing on Wednesday that in a Q&A on Friday, he did say that the company is testing out two versions of the feature, and that is targeting early next year as a release window. Now, one version of the chronological feed would let you pick your favorites and they show up at the top in chronological order. And then he said the other would let you see the posts from everyone you're following in chronological order, although 
he did not mention how the recommended posts would be interpersed. Now, when a follow-up question did ask him when the features would show up, he said it wouldn't be too long and that Instagram is already testing the favorites idea. And he also did said that full chronological mode would come shortly after. And a lot of people complain about chronological order, about not having the chronological order. First of all, the users, the one that like to watch the content, they don't like to post, they don't they like to watch content. They complain that they're never up to date. You know, sometimes I get four day old posts on oh, my feed. 100%. Right. And then the other side is by creators. Creators complain that they're not being able to send out or not able to get enough traction on their posts because the algorithm works against them. And that's actually one of the reasons why a lot of Instagram content creators actually came out on the stories on their Instagram stories saying that they wanted to go for TikTok, that they're sick and done of trying to create content on Instagram and it just doesn't gain as much traction as mm -hmm. if something were if you were to go ahead and post it on TikTok. So it's interesting that Instagram is finally listening to their users and at the same time giving them many options to choose from. So they are very clear about the new options that they're providing people with. You'll get a choice and you'll get to decide what works best for you as a content creator and as a viewer yourself. And the best part about it is that 2022 is the year we will be getting this. Now, they are not moving away from the ranking altogether. So if you still prefer the order that you get now where posts four days ago will randomly pop out, you can still keep that option if you wanted, but they are allowing people to just simply go back to the chronological order. Uh, speaking of other features that they're introducing, Adam Muziri, who's the head of Instagram, also said that there are many plans on upcoming parental control feature, which basically means that you can actually control what your child watches, what your child or what he or she gets recommended in the uh, explore page, which has been a big issue for many parents and it's partially the reason why uh, they have a hearing at the Senate because people were actually complaining that we shouldn't be getting an Instagram app just for kids and that the Instagram itself needs to be more child-friendly. Yes, 100%. Instagram does need to be more child-friendly and Instagram does need to hear the words of the people, you know, because it is a very big problem for content creators and people who, very, who are very big on news content mm -hmm. to, you know, getting the news when it happens. I mean, I don't want to see news from four days ago and act like, you know, like not even acting, looking like, you know, I don't know what's going on in the world because my Instagram feed is not up to date. True. So again, you know, Adam Mazir is, you know, answering the calls of the people. He is the Instagram head. And hopefully soon we will be having chronological order and an option to switch between the two. It's always good to have an option to switch be between the two. Because sometimes you would want to look at the recommended post. You would mm -hmm. want to see what is, you know, trending, you know, around you or whatever content or whatever account you're following. If there's a trending post on that as well. I wanted to ask you, have yes. you seen the take a break feature and what do you think of it? I haven't got it yet because I don't spend that much time on Instagram. <laughs> but uh, I mean, I, I believe that the take a break feature is very, very, very good for people who are obsessed with Instagram and getting, you know, all the news from there or just, you know, getting into fashion or makeup or, you know, gaming. You know, Instagram is a very broad and, and wide uh, median. So, you know, you can find literally anything on that app. But again, sometimes I use it actually for mm. knowledge. You know, I, I would read True. a couple of, uh, you know, things that would give me knowledge on whatever I was thinking or caring about. Let us know your guys' thoughts. 4215. 
Do you think chronological order should be back or are you happy with your Instagram feed so far? We are taking a short break, but when we come back, we're talking about the world's first laptop that does combine augmented and virtual reality into one. Gadget of the day. New tech you might want to play with. New tech you might want to play with. Ladies and gentlemen, we're talking all about the world's very first AR, VR laptop, augmented reality, VR laptop, virtual reality for experiential learning. Now, the company that does go by the name of ZSpace has developed the world's first AR and VR laptop for experiential learning. And it is a technology firm that is based in Sunnyvale, California. Now, that company does, co- the computer does combine both elements of AR and VR to create lifelike experiences that are very immersive and interactive. And its main target is school children and does let them easily interact with augmented reality or virtual reality content. Now, we are looking at, you know, AR and VR becoming very, very well implemented in our lives you know the metaverse being one of them Mm -hmm. and you know the metaverse does expect you know for you to have a vr headset on and experience that life as if you're experiencing this one exactly so imagine if you can go ahead and implement everything that you're you're learning so let's say medical students who are learning how to dissect a heart or how to dissect rats instead of having either a real life rat in front of them or in the case of a heart you can't necessarily have a human heart in front of you you can actually get to see it in 3d right in front of your eyes by using this laptop so it combines two of the best technologies to really immerse you in the study in the field that you are currently in which is great for people who are studying very we can say um what is it called like it's like it's it's all about the experience of it with doctors with uh, engineers with honestly any major that you can possibly think of you really need to be able to implement what you're learning instead of having everything be a theory that you memorize so a laptop like this is definitely going to give this experience to all these students um we're also talking about being able to get things off of this screen Getting things off of the screen means, let's say you're seeing a model right in front of your eyes on the laptop, on the screen's laptop, you'll be able to pick it up, place it right in front of you, use your stylus to be able to move things around, get to experience what they look like. And I feel like learning is going to become a lot more, we can say the memory will be able to integrate things a lot faster because mm-hmm. you're mm-hmm. actually getting to experience the thing rather than just reading about it. Yes, 100%. Omni, again, we are looking at, you know, AR and VR being not only for gaming, not only for the metaverse, but for our children as well to enjoy, you know, the smaller things in life when it does come to school, just like you said, a laboratory dissecting a heart or as if you were me, dissecting a rabbit in the 12th grade. But ladies and gentlemen, you know, it's almost that time of the day again. It is almost (laughs) 3 p.m. The only place to be at 3 with the man himself, Omar Duri, the halftime show. Welcome you to the see show, how the brother. Energy Thank switched. you so much. Yep, I'm gonna need to, I saw that. It to went, kill it went this from technological zero to stuff. Quick. One second. Oh yeah, baby. Oh my God. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> I'm ready. How you guys doing? I'm doing great, Omar. Tell me. Oh, I'm. How are you doing? I, I see that two-piece suit. You're looking great. <laughs> you know, I like I'll, the color. I'll, I'll explain to you how it goes. Like when we get Omar to promo his show. Mm. There's first compliment Omar. Yeah. <laughs> 
talk about the looks, we see him three and then talk time. about the show. We see mostly everyone five times a week. We see Omar three, three times, times a week. True. So, you know, we two, have to. actually. You're not here on Saturday. Oh, yeah, I see him two times a week, yeah. yeah. actually. So, you know, I have to give him, you know. Make up for the other days. His mm. props, you know, give credit where credit is due. Omar looks, you know, he puts in time to Maybe looking credit. like this. <laughs> How's the, how the halftime show looking? Right, the halftime show is going to be looking great. Why? Because F1 comes to an end as Max Verstappen wins the F1 Grand Prix in the UAE. We've also got the biggest shock in female history as Amanda Nunez loses the championship. We've got actually a segment where I sent it on my Instagram mm. and I asked people, did you have a goal for mm. 2021? And if so, did you achieve it? Please share your responses. So I'm going to be going over all of those responses on one of the segments as well. Half time? <laughs> Half time. Oh, good one. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good one, Omar. I think you're catching on to, you know, Hani. But ladies and gentlemen, the halftime show, the only place to be at three with the man himself, Omar Duri, is kicking off in T minus six minutes. So do keep your radios locked because Omar is going to be right back.